You're listening to the So You Think You're Intuitive podcast, a podcast to help you reactivate, grow, and trust your intuition so you can live a more empowered and connected life. Join me, Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, every Wednesday for inspired conversations, guidance, and practical tips on how you can work with your intuition in your everyday life. Because who doesn't want to trust their intuition more? Welcome back to So You Think You're Intuitive. I'm Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, taking you on this journey to reactivate and trust your intuition. Thank you for all the kind words and messages off the back of the launch of the podcast and you guys listening to episode one and episode two. It has been a whirlwind week as I've received all of your messages. I don't do this to receive praise, but it's always amazing to hear that you guys are resonating with what I'm sharing and what I'm saying. And I'm really, really pleased because it makes me excited to want to share more with you because Trust me, there's so much I want to share and so much I want to say and so much the guides want to share and say more importantly. So thank you so much for the messages. And thank you to everyone who has rated and reviewed on iTunes already. Um, As you may know, if you rate and review the podcast, um, I'm giving away a free reading until the end of November. And I've I've received some really amazing messages and I just wanted to share one with you because this came through this afternoon and I wanted to share it with you. I was just felt really, really cool. It's um, a lady called Ruth and on Instagram she's called busygirlsguide underscore and she wrote this to me. She said, I just found Natalie today listening to Sahara Rose's podcast and was immediately intrigued. Now I've listened to her on her own podcast, I know my intuition was right. You can tell she says the truth because you can hear your own intuition say yes. She helps you hear what your higher self has been saying all along, I'm a fan. Love it. I'm so pleased that I'm inspiring you to connect to your own intuition and it really, really lights me up. There's one thing that I didn't share at the first of episode one and I really wanted to share this with on this episode three because if you are delving in and you're starting listening to episode three, I really, really encourage you to listen to episode one first because although this isn't a serial like you know you don't have to listen in an episodic order I really do encourage you because I am taking you on a journey I am taking you on a journey with these episodes and there will be a build-up of the information around connecting to your intuition from really laying the foundations as we build and we build and we build through each episode so if you are joining this podcast for the first time I really really encourage you to head back to episode one and really have a listen of that because it will really give you amazing grounding for the rest of the episodes. 
And I also wanted to remind you guys that there is a guided meditation for each episode and this will really give you some extra additional information, connection to your guides, intuition practice. So yeah, I encourage you go and download the free guided meditation because it will help give you some additional insight. So I've tuned into spirit about what they wanted to share this week for the episode and what came through so loud and so clear was today we're going to be talking about spiritual reactivation not spiritual awakening but the spiritual reactivation because so often like everywhere right now we're talking about oh I'm having a spiritual awakening it's all about using the word awakening and every time I get that as a message and I see that written down my guides like shout really loudly in my head no it's not it's a spiritual reactivation because it's a reactivation of the gifts that we're born with we're just reactivating what we know to be true within us and it is about reactivation not a reawakening and we all have these gifts we're we're born with them and they just have been shut off for a while and we are in that space of reactivation it's also really interesting because there is a lot of love and light i like to use that as a phrase around spiritual awakening that it is this amazing beautiful process and isn't it so wonderful and this means i can connect to my intuition and i feel so spiritual and i feel so amazing But what isn't being spoken about is that a spiritual reactivation is bloody tough. It is really, really tough and it makes you look at your shadow and it isn't all love and light. It can be through a really, really difficult time and that's not to be scared like if you if you're listening to this and you're thinking okay I haven't experienced this yet like when is this coming in should I be scared of this the answer is no because when your soul is ready when you're ready to have that reactivation it is just naturally going to flow in it's not something that you can make happen it is just something that happens when your soul is ready for it and sometimes that can be you know as a teenager that can be in your 20s that can be in your 30s your 40s your 50s and some people have that reactivation into their 60s and their 70s so there is no definite timeline on when that will be it's not one size fits all it's very specific on when your soul is ready to experience that but what must be said is that this reactivation normally happens when we face something difficult we experience a life challenge whether it's a health problem we have family difficulties there's a death in the family or that you experience life and death that there's an ending of a relationship a loss of a job but what happens is this reactivation occurs during a time when we perceivingly like lose something or something gets taken away 
or that we have to face something difficult. And it is a time where we are really being forced to go inwards, to look at our soul, to look at who we are, what we're about, what makes us happy, what makes us tick, what lights us up. And it is a, it's a process. It's a cathartic process where we're being led into the shadows. We're being led into the depths of the soul and our emotions to really face what we need to look at. And this reactivation is a learning of what we know to be true. It's a learning of what we know to be true. And it's powerful. And it's life-changing. But the process isn't all love and light. Woo, yay. Like, if you ask anyone about what their spiritual reactivation or spiritual awakening was, they will say it will always follow something that they had to really, really look at. I wanted to share with you some of my reactivation story because it was really, really interesting how I got reconnected to my spiritual gifts and when and the stories and some of the things that came up for me around my um, reactivation and the timing of it, I feel is really, really interesting. So I I wanted to share that with you. So even though I grew up psychic, um, I had intuitive gifts, I had insane dreams as a child. Um, I realized that something was going on when I used to share my dreams with other people and they used to look at me and think I was really, really strange. Yeah, one of the dreams I used to have was that I imagined like I was mercury, like I was a drop of mercury and I could pull myself into like lots of different pieces and i feel really small but really big at the same time and it was really that's such a powerful transmutable dream of imagining that I was like this liquid mercury moving around and I remember sharing it with someone I was probably like eight or nine and they kind of looked at me to say who is this kid and why is she dreaming like that um, I used to have lots of flying dreams as well. I used to always dream that I was flying, but it was always from the steps in my house as a kid that we grew up. I imagined that I was on the stairs and I would start on the first step and then jump down and then the second and jump down and then the third. And I'd get to like step number 10 or 11 of this, like the stairs to go upstairs. And then jumping off that, I was like floating down to the ground. And I just specifically remember that as a dream. Anyway, let's get back to the reactivation. I digress. For me, although I was, you know, grew up psychic and I had this all, you know, there and I knew it was there, I did suppress it. I mentioned this briefly in episode one, but I did. I suppressed my intuition with going to university, going to college. That was very suppressed then. It was suppressed in my 20s as I was in my um, long term relationship. But it was really towards the end of my 20s that I would say that this reactivation really started to occur. And looking back, it also coincided with my Saturn return. So it really kicked in 
like the build up to my Saturn return and being in my Saturn return. So between like 27 and 30, like I really noticed a real, like this was when my spiritual reactivation really, really happened. And looking back, it was, it was a time of real change, real upheaval on so many different levels. My parents got divorced after 30 plus years of marriage. So that was kind of, it was the trigger. Like I really feel that, that them getting divorced was a real beginning of change. That was something that I needed to work through. I then faced um, some really difficult working environments, working in film. And even though I was a producer and I was running the head of a department, I found it there were some really difficult energies dealing with some difficult male energies within the, that environment that I really struggled with. There was lots of, you know, truth and games. And so that was a really interesting time. I also had my five-year relationship end just as I approached 30, which was in 2012. And that was a real big transformational time because it was straight up, I was pressuring him to commit to marriage and babies. Like really, I was really on at him going like, okay, well, what's next? Like, what's the commitment? Like, what do you want? Like, I was really, really pushing it. And I've shared this on other podcasts as well, but it was a real time where my guides really did step in and looking back because, and were like, okay, do you really think you should be with this guy? Because we also got flooded. Our basement got flooded. Also, we had a car crash where we lived in a basement suite and we had these big high windows and a car. Basically, like at six o'clock in the morning, we were fast asleep and woke up to the biggest, loudest crash ever. And this car basically drove through our window on street level. And I can so remember waking up and thinking, oh my God, there's going to be like a car and a dead person in our living room. Luckily there wasn't, but yeah, it was so definitely spirit basically being like, okay, come on, wake up. What are you doing? So this was definitely part of my spiritual reactivation. I was going through a real time where I had to go inward. I was looking at what was important. I was an emotional wreck. I was trying to keep it all together. I definitely was, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But I do, you know, it's that stereotypical thing. But I do remember being in the bathroom of our apartment and just crying my eyes out and being like what am I doing like what's the purpose of all of this like what are you what is going on I don't understand and now six years later looking back I'm now like oh I understand this was all part of this reactivation process I was being called to really look at this and all of these things I had to let go were part of the process. What's also really interesting, and I want to share this with you because this all happened around 2012. And 2012 was really powerful and poignant because 
a lot of people thought that the end of the world was going to happen on December 21st, 2012. It was the end of the Mayan calendar. And it was a lot of doomsday. Is the world going to continue? Like, what does that look like? I remember it so well, like all the media and all the news and all the hype around December 21st, 2012 on the solstice, on winter solstice for the Northern Hemisphere and summer solstice for the Southern Hemisphere. And there was also a lot of buzz and hype around this timing being a time of spiritual awakening, of ascension, like this was a really powerful time. And looking back, it really, really was. I was walking with my friend Jenny the other day and this came up in conversation, which it was funny because I'd already decided this is what the episode was going to be about. And we, we started talking about it just off the cuff, like really naturally. And During that year for her, she really made some really big leaps. And she was saying that the other day she was really remembering about what what happened for her in 2012 and that it was the start of her reactivation, her spiritual reactivation and how it suddenly all made sense. Like, you know, she started becoming vegetarian, like she was being called to look into her soul and it really, really was. And I was like, you know, I feel you. So much change for me in 2012, like the end of the relationship, the change of job, you know, I turned 30. It was just, it was a real, real shift and a real change. And the biggest, most powerful takeaway from that year around my own intuition was I spent winter solstice, December 21st, 2012, with my back against the stones at Stonehenge. I was there at Stonehenge. They have the big barrier up for the rest of the time of the year, but at Solstice, they take the barriers down and you can walk in between the stones. And we got there super early. It it was pitch black. And we watched the sunrise the morning of December 21st and we watched the sun rise over the stones and the drums were drumming and it really reactivated something in me. It really reactivated my gifts. It really hit me to the core of like, this is who I am. It was really the start of the journey again for me. And just connecting to that druid self. And it was just really, really powerful. So I encourage you to just look back and try and remember of what happened to you in 2012. What changes, what shifts, changes in relationships, changes in work, changes in career. Just really take a moment to reflect around 2012 and what happened for you. Because 2012 will bring up something for you that you need to know and you need to go and look back and you need to go and reflect on the journey. So I really, really encourage you just to take that moment because, yeah, my guides are like, people need to look look back at what happened to them in 2012 and see what occurred for them. So we talk about a spiritual reactivation. We talk about, well, Let's be fair, people are talking about spiritual awakenings. But what does it mean? What's it going to feel like? What are the shifts? What are the changes? So here's just like 
a brief download of ways and things that you might be feeling. So for some of you listening, you're going to have experienced this already. For some of you listening, I know that you're going through this right now. And this is why you found this podcast, because this is going to help you make sense of everything you're going through. Because, oh my gosh, if I'd had this when I was going through everything, I think I would have, you know, it would have just made everything way more clear. And for those of you who, you know, have been through all of this, just take and understand the journey that you've been on and give yourself some praise and some credit for everything you've been on because so often we forget the journey and we forget the process of everything we've been through to get to where we are today. We take it for granted. We're always future thinking and sometimes we don't celebrate like what we've been through. So for those of you who have experienced this, do take that moment of gratitude. But I do also want to share that this is an involvement. This is not something like that happens and then you're done with. Like we are all continually being reactivated. We are all continuing our soul's evolvement and our soul's growth. There is no end point. There is no end point. It's not like, okay, I've experienced all of this and then, you know, I get to the end and then I'm there, I'm whole, I'm complete, I'm spiritually reactivated. It doesn't work like that. We are all on this personal involvement and this personal journey and our soul's involvement and our soul's growth. I'm still up-leveling every day. I'm learning every day. I'm getting new downloads. My guides are sending me messages. Like this is a continual development. So don't think that it's about doing the work because it's not about doing the work. It's about leading with the heart and being open to being on the spiritual journey. Okay, so some of the things that you might be experiencing. So for example, seeing the world for the first time, suddenly you're going to be walking around and like seeing things for the first time, like in awe and wonder and looking at, you know, the buildings and thinking, oh my gosh, look what, look what there is and looking at nature and looking at the small details and just taking the world in for the first time with new fresh eyes, new perceptions on, you know, the, the social constructs and just being there and just thinking, oh my gosh, this is what's around us. You can also feel just way more connected and present, that you're not necessarily future thinking too much, but you're there in the present, just soaking in the energy and feeling connected to who you are and what you're about. Even though it's like a, an involvement and a journey, it can make you feel like you're, you're connected. And it also feels like I have a purpose on this planet. Like, what is that? Because it is, it will be a soul calling. It will make you feel like, what's the point? Why am I here? You're also going to feel like a heightened sense of the collective. So you're going to notice that we are a global consciousness, that you are part of the planet and how what you do impacts, you know, the environment and you will, and the global collective as a thought consciousness as well, you're going to feel a heightened sense of what that means. You'll have a more of a social responsibility to want to stand up in the world to the injustices 
and the social injustices and that you're going to want to be more inclusive in how you show up in the world. You're also going to feel more empathetic. You're going to feel way more. You're going to be tapping into people's emotions and feelings. And that might also feel overwhelming. And it is about, you know, how you can ground yourself and protect yourself. And I know I'm going to do a whole episode on the empath and what that means and how to ground and how to protect because it's really, really important that you, you know, when we're super sensitive beings, that we also know how to ground and protect. You're also going to be wanting more authentic relationships. You're going to want, you know, really deep friendships. You might notice during this time that you're going to lose friends and that friends that have got you for so many years, who have understood you for so many years, suddenly it doesn't make any sense anymore. And you don't, you know, that you're not connecting with them. And this happens with romantic relationships, family relationships, friendships, work relationships. But you are going to be craving more authentic relationships when you have this reactivation. And it's like you can't unsee them anymore. It's like, oh my gosh, I've put up with this person for so long and I can't do it anymore. I have, you know, this isn't aligned. It's really going to make you feel more aligned. The other thing is that comes through that I want to share is that you're going to want to be alone more. You're going to want more downtime. You're going to want to be with your own thoughts. You're going to want to be creative on your own. You're going to want to have switch off from the outside world where you can go inward to reflect. And we don't give ourselves the opportunity to do this. So if you're going through this right now and you're feeling like you are, you know, wanting to be alone, but it feels strange to you, just allow yourself to be alone. Take that time out to give yourself the space because you are being called to do that. I very much found that when this all happened to me, I felt, I felt comfortable in my own skin being on my own. You know, I had such a stronger relationship with who I was that I didn't need other people. And I was very comfortable being on my own. And I definitely learned that from the breakup of the relationship that, oh my gosh, I like my own company. I love my own company, but also I need it. I need it to be able to be me. The other thing that's going to come through is what is my purpose? Who am I? What is my purpose? What's my sole passion? Out of my own, my one-on-one sessions with clients, that's the, one of the main things that come through where people are going through these transitions is what's my purpose? What I'm doing does not light me up anymore. You know, what's the guidance on that and that? And it is, you know, when we're going through these reactivations, it really does feel like that where it's suddenly like what is my purpose what is this all about I also want to share some of the emotional stuff that comes through with this because there is as we go through these changes and we go through these shifts we can feel isolated we can feel depressed and we can feel anxious looking back I definitely was really depressed through all the loss and through all the change I really been going into the shadow and feeling that depression and feeling that isolation. I felt it. And if you're going through that right now, know that you can reach out to people. And I encourage you, if you are in that state as you're going through all these shifts and these changes, like do reach out to people. Don't do this alone. If you're feeling called and you need support and you need guidance, 
please go and seek this out. It's really, really important. And with all of this, with all the information that I'm sharing, if you need to go and see a medical practitioner, if you need that support, if you need to, you know, have that therapist and go and talk to them, please go and do it. I really, really encourage you to do this. There are also physical symptoms that some of you might be experiencing as you go through this reactivation. And again, as I share, like these are some of the, you know, some of the standard ones that come through. But also if things are recurring, go and see your doctor just to check it out. I do know that some of these symptoms that I had, I did go to a doctor and get them checked out and they were like, nothing's wrong with you. Um, and I was like, yeah, but I'm really experiencing this. And they were like, no, nothing's wrong with you. And I was like, okay. And I'm not a hypochondriac and I'm normally super healthy. So it just didn't make sense. But looking back again, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. This was part of this reactivation. So these are some of the things that you might be feeling. An energy at the top of the head, like a pressure. Like sometimes when we're getting these downloads and this reactivation from spirit it can really really feel like we're getting this energy at the top of the head or the pressure that comes in you might might also get like brain fog where you like lose your thoughts and it doesn't feel like you're super clear you might also get ear buzzing I really got this I really got the ear buzzing and it makes sense because I channel and I hear all the time but it would like I thought I had tinnitus at one point and now I'm like, I never had tinnitus. It was just the fact that my reactivation was happening with ear buzzing. You might get heightened senses. You might get a stronger sense of smell or, you know, your vision. You might be seeing things. You might see orbs. Your body might change. You might feel bloated. You might feel dizzy. I definitely got the dizziness. I did feel dizzy. And I definitely got the next one that's on my list, heart palpitations. I got heart palpitations and it freaked me out. I was like, what is going on? And it was, it was like this heart fluttering, like this, this heart fluttering. And it was like the energy flowing through me. Food intolerances, you'll start, you could start to notice that you're not tolerant to certain types of food. I definitely got that. I still have that now and I'm still coming to terms with it by channeling all, this, all the messages and working with spirit me and gluten aren't friends, me and dairy aren't friends, basically all the toxins I can't do anymore. I don't drink, like I drink very, very rarely, maybe like once every three to four months. And being a Brit where, you know, we used to drink all the time, I could no way drink what I used to um, being in the UK. So yeah, you just notice that you might feel like a change of diet or food intolerances your sleep patterns can change. I used to be such a deep sleeper and now I am definitely, I travel a lot in my dreams and my dream state has really changed. And um, yes, yeah, so you might notice that your sleep patterns change too and your dream state, you might be dreaming more. I do want to share though that these symptoms, these reactivation symptoms that I've been describing, they do go away. They do decrease. They're not around like this for forever. These occur when you are really stepping into this energy where you are really reactivating and it will feel intense. But trust me, they do disappear and know that it's not forever. I do get some of the symptoms sometimes when I'm going through really big upgrades and I'm going through really big shifts. Sometimes I still 
still get the ear buzzing and I will notice that my sleep patterns change and that I will be sometimes my digestion does get a bit messed up again and I do feel the pressure at the top of my head but do know that this is you know when we're going through these upgrading changes and upgrading times the feelings that you know these reactivation symptoms don't last forever so don't worry about it and know that they are short-lived but during all this time just really notice what's coming up for you and I really encourage you to take a journal and like diary during this time I didn't and I'm really regretting it because I wish I could have looked back on a daily basis for it to have all made sense I didn't keep it as a journal so I encourage you if you are going through this reactivation now and you're having some of these symptoms and these feelings and these emotions really write them down to process them it will really really be powerful for you I'm also being called to share with you a third eye opener so our third eye which is um, the chakra between the eyebrows which is all about seeing and intuition you can do an exercise where you can imagine that your third eye is stretching and opening and what you do is you just close your eyes get comfortable and you can imagine that your third eye is stretching and opening to allow the downloads to come in yeah and it's really really powerful when you do that it will just help you see more in fact I'm just getting the message from spirit that I'll add that into the guided meditation part so as part of the guided meditation I will take you through the third eye opener so that you can do this so if you feel called go and download the guided meditation because I will put the third eye opener as part of that The other thing I'm being called to share with you is an upgrade mantra. I love the upgrade mantras because it's something tangible as well that you can work with as you're going through this reactivation. And the one that came, you know, I wrote it down before I um, recorded this episode and this is how they wanted to share it. They want us to use this as an upgrade mantra and it is literally like a declaration to the universe. I am intuitive. I am open and ready to receive the guidance. I am intuitive. I am open and ready to receive the guidance. I love it. It's just powerful, simple, to the point and does exactly what you need to do it. And you could actually say it out loud whilst doing the third eye stretching meditation. I think that would be really, really powerful. But yeah, do it after a meditation or say in nature while you're walking. But yeah, really use that as, you know, this declaration of you saying, I am intuitive. That will really help reactivate and grow your gifts and your talents. It has been an honor and a privilege to share with you all this information that is literally, they wanted to pack this in this episode. They were like, we've got so much to say on this topic, but do go and check out the guided meditation. It will, and if you haven't listened to the guided meditation for episode one and the November upgrade meditation um, for November, I really, really encourage you to check them out. I also have some spaces before Christmas for client sessions. So if you're feeling cool to have a session with me where we can delve deep into where you're at, what your blocks are, 
you can find out how to book and go on my website which is uh, natalie-miles.com and as I mentioned at the beginning if you loved listening to this episode if you've loved listening to the podcast so far please rate and review um I don't want to sound beggy because that's like not my style but growing this podcast is you know why is definitely done by word of mouth and by rating and reviewing and so by if you rate and review and send in a screen grab a screenshot of your review by the end of November you'll be entered into a competition to win a free one hour soul upgrade session with me so yeah if you can rate and review and send me a screen grab and you'll be entered into the competition and if you feel cool to share with friends and family if you're enjoying this and you're thinking oh do you know what my friend Susie or you know I don't know why I wanted to say Susie but that's the name that came up if if you know what they would really love that I'm also being called if I'm going to be having guests on the show. If there's a guest that you would really love to have on, please message me. Please message me on um, Instagram, DM me or send me an email podcast at natalie-miles.com podcast at natalie-miles.com and I would love to hear your ideas of people that you would love to have on the show thank you so much for listening have an amazing week and I can't wait to be back with you next week for another episode of so you think you're intuitive bye